I drive zero RB in Dynasty. Pass up a young receiver? Nah, I couldn't be me. My fifth wide receiver, and it's only round seven. Not sure if I'm dead, cause I think this is heaven. Now forget what he said, and listen to me. What you really wanna do is stack those RBs. You can be Linda, just let me be frank. Those RBs on your roster is money in the bank. One says it's awful, the other says it's great. It's time to buckle in for a dynasty debate. Welcome and welcome and welcome in episode 160 of the Dynasty Debates, the best kept secret in all of Dynasty fantasy football. I am your humble host, as always, Evan Brown, the humblest host in the biz. You can catch me over on Twitter at FFEvolution. You can follow the show at Dynasty Debates or you can drop me an email, DynastyDebates at gmail.com. Many, many ways to get in touch, get involved. Let me know what you love, what you hate, what you want to hear more of on the show. Guys, I am I am excited. I am super excited, not just because it is 1 a.m. in the morning and I'm recording a podcast. That is pretty exciting, um, but I'm very excited because we are finally diving into these prospects. We're going to be going player by player, breaking down what we love, what we're not so happy about, where we see them landing, all that good stuff. We're starting with running backs and we're starting with one of my favorite guys in the space, return guest, absolute hero, legend, Jeff Bell, at For Whom J Bell Tolls, co-host of the Debbie Royale, contributor at the Football Guys. I might even be so bold as to say he put the Royale in the Debbie Royale. Jeff, how the heck are you, buddy? Fantastic, Evan. Thank you so much for having me on and thrilled to be here anytime we get this opportunity and especially this time of year when we're really ready to dive into these prospects. You know, we have the combine right around the corner and so we're getting excited for that. We'll know testing that kind of fills in that picture. We're just trying to build that picture out, testing and moving into and finally getting that draft capital and then you feel really good about where you want to go with these guys. But of course, we want to get you ahead of the game and we'll get started before we even get to that process. Absolutely, man. It is is exciting time of the year that's one of the things that you know i love about dynasty is there isn't really much of an off season you know like right now i think redraft players are just kind of like chilling maybe looking at baseball maybe <laughs> maybe doing something like that whereas we are it feels like this is almost one of the busiest times of year for us you got to get ready got to get ready for those rookie drafts that is such an important aspect of dynasty so we're here to kind of just give you a heads up, get you ready, get you get you firing on all cylinders here. And what better man to get us started than Jeff? As I mentioned there, he is a co-host of Devi Royale. So Devi, for those of you who are not familiar, is like the degenerates degeneracy. Um, so us dynasty players are degenerates and then the, the Devi players are just a whole nother level. They've been following these guys since they were in high school probably. And they've been like, you know, they've been grinding this high school tape um figuring out what they love what they don't love they probably you know they're probably sick sore and tired of talking about these guys by the time we're just getting eyes on them here so what better man to come in and just kind of keep us right give us insight into uh yeah into what's great maybe what's not so great things to be aware of things to be excited about maybe things to be nervous about we have some amazing running backs to talk about and we're going to jump right into it because honestly we've got a lot to talk about and i i'm excited and obviously i could talk all night but i'm aware that it is already one in the morning jeff's a busy guy we don't want to, we don't want to necessarily talk all night something is wrong with you i got a fever adam himself could not resist the temptation a rookie fever 
we are, I mean, this is, this is exciting. Like Jeff, you are the first guest. We are officially starting to actually talk about players. I did like kind of a, an intro to it. I had Thor on Thor Nystrom and we've talked about kind of a general overview of the class, but now we are actually getting into it. We are, we're talking players, we're talking specific names. And I mean, I thought about this. I thought, how should we start, right? And let's be honest. I mean, if you're going to talk running backs in 2023, I feel like there's only one place you really can start. I almost feel like we don't need to talk about this player, but we're going to talk about him anyway. It's Bijan Robinson. Um, I'm going to give you, so the way this is going to work, guys, is I'm just going to give a quick intro to each player. So, you know, kind of age, what university they played at, um, and then kind of some stats, things like that. Going to throw it over to Jeff. There's going to be other guests, but for now, Jeff, going to throw it over to Jeff, get Jeff's insights and thoughts. We'll bounce some ideas around, give you some ideas what we, uh, you know, where we think they're going to go, what we like about them, and just some ideas to keep in the back of your head as you're getting ready for those rookie drafts. Bijan Robinson, though, I mean, come on, what? What can we say about this man? I'll just run through the quick kind of rap sheet here. He's out of Texas, 20 year old junior, five star recruit, six foot tall, 215 pounds. And he ranks fourth all time in Longhorn history with 3,410 rushing yards and 41 total touchdowns. So 33 rushing touchdowns, eight receiving last year, 2022, his junior season, he played in 12 games, 258 rush attempts over 1500 rushing yards so 1580 rushing yards 6.1 yards per carry and 18 touchdowns he also chipped in 19 receptions 314 yards for a 16 and a half yard average and two touchdowns so i mean you can hear just by running through the stats the dude is an absolute smash but but let's you know let's not get ahead of ourselves here jeff knows the best um there might be some little you know Maybe he's a bust. Maybe he's an absolute bum and we don't want anything to do with him. Jeff, keep us right. What are your thoughts on the mighty Bijan Robinson? I mean, I think you covered it. That the idea that Bijan Robinson would be a bust is is kind of far out there right now. I just can't get there. But um now it's you know, he's an all-around player. He can contribute in the passing game, physical runner that can work inside, the ability to break outside. He's got light, he's light on his feet. He avoids contact very well for being a 220-pound back. And so that's the first thing that he's one of those guys that slides off defenders, able to pick up more yardage. Long speed may be a question, and that would probably be the big concern on him right now. But again, I, I just think that that's something that is overblown because who really has long speed in the NFL? You're, you're talking about the Chris Johnson guys are the few and the far between that are really able to break open 60, 70 yard runs because defenders are so fast and they're so good at taking angles at the NFL that I, I just don't think you get a lot of those guys that consistently break very long runs. And so if there's a nit to pick on Bijan Robinson, that would be it. But again, that's not something that I focus too heavily on. But this, again, this is a three-down skill set. This is the 101 in most any format that you're going to get into. And there's not really any reason to be concerned on him being a bust. Yeah, I think you've sort of nailed it. I mean, that's what I was kind of joking about at the start there. It's almost like, do we really need to talk about Bijan Robinson? Because you can't really fault the guy too much about really anything. It's a joy. It is a joy to watch and behold. Um, if you don't, if you don't, even if you're not a film like connoisseur like Jeff here, you still, you just need to go and watch some Bijan Robinson. It's fun. Uh, he is, in my mind, the creme de la creme of the running back class, you know, of this year. It's a lot of fun to watch him play. He's just such, he's such a fun, 
he's so smooth and just like exciting to watch. Like he's got this way of like making what looks like a, it's, it's like when you watch him, I feel like you're like, Oh, that was an okay run. And then you look at it and it's like, Oh, that was nine yards. <laughs> like you're like, Oh, that, that was all right. I mean, you made a couple and you wait, wait, that was nine yard run. Oh, uh, okay. You know, and it's like, he's just, he is a pretty special dude. I think he's in that same sort of air as like, you know, Saquon Barkley's and those kind of guys that are just like, Hey, this is a special dude. Um, it's going to be exciting to see him in the NFL. going to be exciting to see him on your fantasy rosters. So you've already mentioned it. He's kind of the one one really, and especially in a one QB league is there. So uh, before we move on, because I'm aware that I don't want to be literally just three minutes. We talk about Bijan Robinson, but is there anybody? So I guess to try and maybe get a little bit of context here, obviously it's unfortunate that Brees Hall got injured. I really still like him in Dynasty. I assume you really still like him in Dynasty. If for some reason, say you did a startup and you've got Bijan, the manager's got Brees Hall. What is what is the manager having to add to Brees Hall right now to get to get Bijan Robinson off you? Uh, probably a 24 first, I guess. I, I don't really know. Um what do you think? What do you what's your answer to that question, Evan? Is it is tricky. I mean, for me, like I really like Brees Hall a lot and I'm not too concerned about him coming back. Obviously it's really unfortunate with that injury. I'm really not too concerned because of how young he is and all that sort of stuff. But um, I don't know if I would need necessarily a first, but I would definitely need, I would need a plus. I wouldn't just swap him straight up. You know what I mean? Like I would definitely need something on top. Um, say for example, if we hadn't done our rookie draft yet, you know, um, and he gives me, you know, his first round pick and, and I give him like my third or something like that, you know, second or something like that. I'm definitely moving up a good solid bit in the draft, things like that. I really like Bijan, but I really love Brees as well. So for me, it's like, I just wanted to compare those two. Cause I think Brees was sort of the consensus, you know, one-on-one running back last year i think there was some kenneth walker truthers but in general it was sort of uh Brees hall was the guy and, and he looked awesome to be fair i love loved what i saw in the nfl so i was just curious to kind of try and put a little bit of context here because sometimes we can get so into the into the weeds you know with the new class that we're sort of forgetting that well what are we what are we thinking about this player in in regard to like players that already exist values that already we know and have in our minds so there you folks there you go folks like i said we're not gonna spend too much time on Bijan because I don't think you need us to tell you that he's awesome and that, um, you know, honestly, if you're the one-on-one, you're probably, if you can't trade back, I mean, that's, I will say, if you can't trade back, always try and trade back, try and get more capital. But if you can't, you're, you're going to take Bijan Robinson and, uh, you know, you're going to be able to either get a King's ransom for him or just enjoy having him on your roster. So we're going to move on here, get a little bit more insight dig a little bit deeper. I didn't want to just do sort of like all the the big names, all the big hits straight away. I thought I'd mix in some like lesser names, bigger names, that sort of thing. So keep Jeff on his toes. Got to got to keep Jeff honest, you know. He's he's one of those guys. He's just so 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 good at what he does. You got to kind of try to pull these uh curveballs out, keep him on his toes, keep him honest. So we're going to actually be talking about a fellow Brown, Chase Brown. So he is hailing from Illinois. He's 22 years old. He is a senior three-star recruit, five foot nine, 215 pounds. And these are official measurements because he was at the Reese Senior Bowl. He had a red, red shirt sophomore year after his transfer from Western Michigan. So that's how he's like, it's weird. He's like, he's got stats all the way back to 2018. Um, you're like, wait a second. How is this guy only a senior? Because he transferred um, from Western Michigan. He does have a track background in school. So I always find it interesting whenever I realize, you know, as I'm digging into these prospects, I always like to see multi-sport athletes and stuff in 
high school. I just think um, I like that personally. I think it adds a little bit of a nuance to them, to their athletic background, their ability to train different parts of their body, get different you know mindsets and things like that. And just shows how much of an athletic star all around they are. So it was interesting. Um, Chase Brown, he is uh, does come from a, a background with track, which I feel like you know, I'm not going to get ahead of myself here, but I do feel like one of his better uh, traits is his speed and stuff like that. So it kind of comes across. I see that like, you know, when he does break a big play, like, okay, he's got some nice speed, nice burst to him. Um, but before I get ahead of myself, again, just going to throw out the stats here and get Jeff's sort of take on Chase Brown, see if he sees something worth getting excited about or if he's more of just sort of somebody to be aware of. So in 2022 in Illinois, um, Chase did, compete in 12 games he had 328 attempts which is pretty cool to see obviously he was a proper bell cow he had 1643 rushing yards five yards a carry he had 10 total 10 rushing touchdowns and he had 27 receptions uh 240 yards 8.9 yards per reception and three rushing or sorry three receiving touchdowns so that's kind of an introduction to chase brown People don't talk a lot about him for how productive he was, but sometimes that production can be deceiving depending on necessarily maybe the scheme or the conference, things like that. So again, the Debbie Meister himself, Jeff, what are your thoughts on Chase Brown? Do you have any love for him or is it just, is it Chase is on the case or is it just, nah, see you later? Uh, I'm not super high on Brown. I've got him at my running back 16, more of a fourth round rookie draft valuation on him. Uh, I I don't know. You know, he he accumulated numbers at Illinois, but I think most anybody would have accumulated numbers the way Brett Bielema was going to run his his offense. Uh, he came in as a you know Mac recruit, three star recruit. I think he's done a lot of work on his body. To um, he's a he's a workout warrior, and that's one of the things about him. I believe he was on Bruce Feldman's freak list, and and so that's that gives you an idea. But again, it's it's I think he struggles to play through contact even at the the Big Ten level, and I don't know how that's going to translate to the NFL level. You mentioned his speed. I think that there's concerns on if he's going to be able to get out and utilize that speed. Is some of it. I, I think that there's a chance that he be develops as a pass-catching complement to a backfield. Um, he's 215's good weight on him, but again, I don't know that he's going to be a guy that's going to lead a backfield at the NFL level. And so that's where, sitting at this point now, I want to see that he lands in the ideal landing spot. I would like to see how he tests because, um, yeah, the track background, I think there is some speed there, but I think that there's overall, I'm not sure he's all the way there on that. And so it's just a a prospect I'm putting, like like I said, more of that fourth round valuation, a very productive back. That's kind of the knock on him though. He's been in college for five years. He's only 22, but he's got a lot on that 22 year old body. And so that that is one thing to consider there, the the usage. I mean, it's good to see that he held up to that usage, but again, it's not great to see that he got that usage at the college level. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And that's why I think it's so great to have guys like yourself, you know, people who are into Debbie, who've been watching and kind of watching his progression, you know, cause it'd be easy to sort of look at like last year and be like, wow, this dude's really productive, you know? Oh, and he hit that 200 pound threshold. Brilliant. You know, this is going to be a great guy. We're going to be really excited about, um, you know, obviously for me looking at just some of his film, I sort of agree with like a lot of what you're saying. It feels like to me, it was felt like he was either a big play or, or a loss for yards. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he would break a big play, which was great. Um, but then he would lose yards two or three times in a row, you know? And it was like, he was lucky enough that he was the lead dog there. So he was getting all the work and there are things to like about his game, but 
you know, it's sort of like you said, he's not playing in the most elite competition. Um, he does have a couple of nice sort of receptions, but he wasn't used heavily in this receiving game. And if you were looking at, if we're trying to project to, for fantasy football, we need either somebody who's going to be like a workhorse getting all that work or somebody who's like, okay, but he like catches loads, loads of balls. He's going to be so involved in third downs and all that sort of stuff. Whereas it wasn't like that was his specialty. You know what I mean? He wasn't like a specialist, you know, pass catcher, um, things like that. I didn't think he was very good at like blitz pickup and stuff like that. And again, the reason that's important yeah. is not because we're getting points for every blitz pickup, but Again, just to give you guys a little peek behind the curtains, the way I think about it, and I think the way Jeff and other guys think about it as well, is you look at some of these players and you're trying to project towards, well, what are they going to do in the NFL? How are they going to be on the field? How are they going to get me fantasy points? And if somebody isn't this 240-pound bruising back who's like just elite at everything, like B. John Robinson, you know, kind of a guy, you got to think, well, what's going to get them on the field? Are they really great at pass protection and blocking? Is that going to get them on the field and make sure that they're the third down back? Are they really good at like, maybe they contribute in special teams. So you'll hear guys that all mention, Hey, but they do have kick return ability, you know, things like that, because that can help them just make it, you know, Hey, well, we don't need two guys on the roster. We can have one guy. We can have him be the backup running back and the kick return, something like that. Um, so yeah, it is concerned because, you know, I like certain things about him. Like you said, it is, you see, he's got a nice build. He's got that kind of workout warrior sort of like you think okay well he's got you know some some he's got some tools in the in the tool chest here but can he put it all together and that's the interesting thing is once you get into prospect evaluation and you start digging into these players is like every single player we're talking about was like the creme de la creme at one stage in their career you know what i mean like they were the dude and that's the fascinating thing about this whole journey is like they they're climbing this pyramid and it's like you know they can only get so high you know it's like almost any of these players even if we're saying oh we would only take them in the third round or the fourth round or we wouldn't even draft them in rookie drafts at one stage they were the best guy on their team in high school or whatever you know they were like the most looked after sought after player in florida or whatever it is and then they get a little bit more competition a little bit more and they keep climbing that ladder and so it's really fascinating to see and it's sort of hard because you're rooting for them and you, you know obviously he went to a smaller school then he transferred to a bigger school and you're like this is awesome he's working really hard he's climbing that ladder um and i hope he does well i hope he does get a, a crack in the nfl but absolutely i get what you're saying there are some concerns there and it's not somebody that you know i'm sort of like okay I'm going to use my second round pick on Chase Brown. We obviously want to see draft capital landing spot, but he would be more of a guy that would surprise me, you know, if he went really high in the NFL draft. You know, if he gets drafted in like the third round or something like that, I'd be like, whoa, wow, okay, I didn't see that coming. Maybe he does test really well. Maybe he interviews really, really well, things like that. Um, I guess let me let me play devil's advocate then, Jeff. So let's say that he does test just insane. And then he interviews really, really well. And he's one of those surprise guys that, you know, we have every year. We have somebody who like jumps up and gets drafted in the third round. You're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. What are your, how is that going to change your opinion? Or is it going to change your opinion at all? Um, you know, I know he's not going to become like a first round pick for you or anything, but say he goes in the third round, late third round, all of a sudden he's got that decent draft capital. Maybe he's gone to an interesting spot. Are you going to bump him up slightly based on that, based on the NFL being more interested? How do you kind of weigh those factors? So I, I take the view that we are dealing with an incomplete picture right now, and we are dealing with our own evaluations right now. But, you know, I'm somebody that I, I trust the NFL knows more about these players than I do. They, I trust that their evaluation is better than my evaluation. And so I, I do think that more often than not, where we go wrong in Dynasty is we decide that this is our process and this is we're going to evaluate this player. And it doesn't matter landing spot at draft capital because this is where I view him. And then he's a third 
round pick and he's in a great situation and he's obviously a mid second round pick, but you stick to your guns and you say, well, my valuation had him in the late third and I'm not touching him. It, it just feels like I look at last year, Christian Watson in the wide receiver room last year. I think that you had a lot of people last year that decided, well, it doesn't matter what goes on here. I, you know, I just don't see him as being a, a senior and being a lack of production. And it just doesn't matter how he tests and you know, competition level is one thing. And you see him, he lands in a fantastic spot. He lands in green Bay and he's with Aaron Rodgers there. And there's nobody on that depth chart. And he got high enough draft capital early second round pick the way he tested. He jumped out of the gym, he, he, you know, explosive athlete. And I think that more often than not, we could do better adjusting on those things. And I, I take the view that we're dealing with an incomplete picture. Combine is fills that picture in a little bit more. Draft capital fills that in fully. Look at those landing spots. Look at that situation on that depth chart. And and so, yeah, I'm not somebody that um, I evaluate a guy in January, and that's just where he's stuck, you know. And so, uh, I I would move him up if the he checks those boxes. So we we compared him the football guys rookie guide that we just released. Me, Christian Williams, and Kevin Coleman. His comp was Miles Gaskin for us, and I think that that gives you kind of an idea of what type of player you're looking at, what type of ceiling likely that you're looking at. But again, that's what without that testing and that's without that capital. And and so things can certainly change. Yeah. No, I'm really glad that you brought that up and I'm glad that you mentioned that because you're right. You're absolutely right. Like one of the things that dynasty players can do and we do is we fall into these traps of thinking that we know better or, you know, you know, we've got our process and we got to follow our process and it's bad process too. And then we point out the kind of one bad example, you know, where like, oh, well, remember everybody loved Michael Hardman and see how that worked out. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but for every Michael Hardman, there's also players like, um, you know, even like last year, you look at, you know, um, there's players like you just mentioned, Christian Watson. There's players that, you know, Damian Pierce that come out of nowhere that people, you know, that aren't really Debbie heads or aren't really seriously deep in the weeds of like rookie draft um, evaluation get really good landing spots, really good draft capital. And if you refuse to like listen to that or, or be interested in that, then yeah, you, you end up losing out, you know, and, and it's just one of those situations where. You know, for me, I'm obviously a little bit higher on him than you. I would probably have him as like sort of a mid third round, high third round draft, rookie draft pick, not an NFL draft pick, just in a rookie draft if you're in one QB league. Because for me, with running backs, I'm more looking for traits. I'm like, well, you know, obviously there's only so many running backs that are bell cows in this day and age. You know, there's really not very many Bijan Robinsons or, or Najee Harris's that are getting 300, you know, rush attempts. So I'm like, well, what are the guy? what does he have if he hits? And for me, it's like, well, okay, we'll chase around. We know he has speed. He's got that, you know, so if he does manage to get into a situation and he's like, you know, I would maybe, I'd be happy enough to take him in sort of the third round somewhere. But I think I think we're pretty much on the same hymn sheet. You're probably a little bit lower than him, but yeah, lower than me, but that makes sense. And um, I think that gives us a little bit of a better insight and things to look out for and a little bit of context, which I'm all about. I'm all about the context. Well, there you have it, folks. The very first episode of the usual prospects this year's sort of building the big board process where we're going to be going in, diving in, breaking down in depth each of these uh, rookie profile prospects. So hopefully you enjoyed that. Like I mentioned um, in the, re, you know, in the intro last week, we are just keeping it short and sweet. So two prospects per episode, multiple episodes a week. So probably, you know, three episodes uh, a week just to keep things moving along and keep you interested, keep you, you know, getting some stuff to think about. But I don't want to overwhelm you either and go, here's 17 prospects to think about and stats and figures and blah, 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 blah. Just going to do two at a time, give you something to think about. And uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed that. Make sure and like, subscribe, you know, get that in your feed. And if you don't mind, if you've got spare 30, 45 seconds in your life, 
give the show a rating and review on your favorite podcast listening platform. I certainly really appreciate it. It's free for you. It's a win-win-win, as Michael Scott would say. And uh, yeah, hopefully you're enjoying the Rookie Talk. I know I am. Stick with us. Be back again later this week. I drive zero RB in Dynasty. Pass up a young receiver? Nah, I couldn't be me. My fifth wide receiver and it's only round seven Not sure if I'm dead cause I think this is heaven Now forget what he said and listen to me What you really want to do is stack those RBs You can be Linda, just let me be frank Those RBs on your roster is money in the bank One says it's awful, the other says it's great It's time to buckle in for a dynasty debate